Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, when's your last day? I don't know. Why? Well, I want to take you out to dinner, you know? I'm not going to see you anymore. I don't think you realize, but I'm not exactly leaving. Sidwell, you're a client. Which means technically you work for me now. No, I don't. No, I don't, boss. Don't even try Or sir, it. whichever feels least comfortable. You know, since I'm working alone now, I guess that makes me Superman. Or Aquaman, seeing as you're in over your head. Suits Season 3, Episode 16 is over. And if you're ready to hear us talk about No Way Out, then Suits Yourself. I'm Rob Sesternino, back here with the guy who's never going to flip on us to the authorities. It's Chappelle. Chappelle, how are you? Rob, I'm great, and you are not wrong. There is a 0% chance I would Thank ever you. roll on anybody. It's just not my style, but... Mm-hmm. Rob, this is the finale of season three. We did it. The finale of season three. Here we go. Uh, original air date, April 10th, 2014. And I, I was freaking mad during this episode that oh. things got to this point where freaking James Quelling, of all people, like last week. And uh, I don't know. I guess he got the ball rolling on this. And now... We got this other guy from the, uh, you know, New York District Attorney's Office. <laughs> He's like, the U.S. A- a- snooping around <laughs> for the for the what is it? The Southern District of New York is what he is. Yeah, yeah. boy, yeah. don't these guys have any presidents to be investigating here or anything like that? Yeah, the U.S. attorney is in our business now, and I, too, blame James Quilling. He says he didn't go to them. But Eric he did Woodall? The, he did get the ball rolling on this, and now we have Eric Woodall in our sights. You know, this uh, James Quilling person or whatever, I recognize him from another show, but I can't think of what it is. But I see this clip in my mind very vividly, Rob. It's a clip of this man, and he's talking to someone, and he says, you gotta, you gotta bring some ass to get some ass. Bring some and ass to get some ass. Bro, I'm telling you, it's James Quelling from Suits. It, and he says it, but I don't know what show that mm-hmm. was on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just remember him vividly saying, you gotta bring some ass to get some ass. Um, <laughs> so that tells you the type of person we're dealing with here. Yeah, okay. Well, uh, we could look this up on IMDb of uh, James Quelling. Couldn't believe he came back then also this episode. Damon Damon Gupton is his name, the actor. 
Boo that man. Every time I see his face now, I'm going to think you got to bring some ass to mm-hmm. get some ass. Yeah. Uh, so he was also on Bates Motel, Newsroom. No, nope. Hmm. Whiplash? No. Whiplash? <laughs> like, oh, he was a, oh, he was in Whiplash. He was the band director of the little the little junior band. Yeah. He wasn't in the, the big band like, um, who was it? Um, I don't remember. But yeah, he wasn't the, the, the lead band director, I'll say. Mm-hmm. But but that's not the one where he said you got to bring some. <laughs> you know what, Rob? What? It was Black Lightning. It, Black it, Lightning. Yes, yeah. forty six episodes of uh, Black Lightning. Now that now the quote makes sense on I knew CW. It was on Black ass, <laughs> Black <laughs> ass show. Who talking about? You got to bring some ass to get some ass. It's like that wasn't no whiplash. <laughs> got to bring Boy. some lash to get some yeah, lash. I didn't know they could say that on the CW. <laughs> bro, Black Lightning broke. They broke a lot of rules. <laughs> I'll say that much. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, this was a tense episode. Uh, Mike Ross gets arrested, not for what we thought he was going to. And then over this like very minor detail going back from Ava Hessington of that they were going to buy some time and get the witnesses not to come and where we were going to have Harold involved and Harold was going to uh, sue these witnesses and so that they weren't going to have to come in and testify. And this whole thing has turned into one big quagmire. Giggity. Uh, giggity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's a mess. It's a mess. Uh, it's a mess. So, yeah. Um, James Quillen gets the ball rolling. They go to Allison, who is uh, the boss over at uh, where Harold works. Uh, and Allison is like, oh, I'm just going to fire Harold and not deal with this. This is none of my business. Y'all did some some shady stuff. He don't work for me no more. And she went to the U.S. Attorney's Office because... She was like, why would I go to Harvey and y'all like y'all colluded with Harold? I'm not about to get in this mix. So I'm going to them. So they pull up on Mike Ross and like, get in the car. We insist. And so they take him. And the next thing you know, he's being held uh, for questioning because they're saying you and Harold have done some snake, some snaky stuff. And it's fraudulent and it's illegal. And you conspired against the U.S. government. And we're going to figure everything out. Harvey eventually shows up and gets him out for the time being. But Mike is like, I just need to talk to Harold for a couple seconds, get our story straight, and we'll be cool. Um, but that's what they're waiting on, Rob. When we do see Harold and and Mike finally talk outside of uh, Pearson Harvey um, or Pearson Specter, you got it. Um, yeah, very quickly after he is arrested, both of them are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so this is like really snowballed into everything. Where you know, I just if I'm Jessica. I think I'd be really furious about this whole thing of like Harvey, like what are you doing with this kid? Like uh, he's a nice guy and everything, but is, is this worth destroying everything we've worked for all of our careers? Like we all like the kid. He's, he's a nice guy, but at mm-hmm. some point, what she, is she, she, she looked exhausted, Rob. Yeah, she did. She did. And she's just like, you know what, Harvey, we've been breaking rules for a long time now. Ain't you tired? You ain't Fire tired. Fire Harvey like, at this point. Fire Mike. Yeah. Like, just start Fire over. Rachel. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> rebuild around Lewis. Right. Lewis, Donna, and and and, uh, and um, Jessica will start their own thing. Uh, yeah, this is just, she's fed up. You know, Scotty is around, and Scotty's kind of fed up, too, because she's hearing that one, Harvey's keeping secrets from her, but also it's secrets about the firm too. 
So when she kind of catches on that something illegal or shady might have happened, Scotty's telling Jessica, this is coming off a little Edward Darby-ish. You know, y'all are starting to act like him. He was covering up murders and stuff like that. What are y'all covering up? I don't know if I can Points work here Points are being made. I mean, even Jessica was like, damn, she right. She, bruh, mm-hmm. Scotty might be onto something. And so... Scotty is trying to get out of her non-compete. She ultimately does um, because she's going to leave. But Jessica tells Harvey, we got to make a change. We can't keep living like this because although we think we're not like Edward Darby, we really are. We're becoming him. Yeah. And for Mike, we find out early in the episode, he's not going to take the other job. Uh, We see him come home and tell Rachel, who's, you know, pissed, but I feel like rightfully so. And I feel like a lot of the episode centers around like, oh, okay. So... I gave you my recommendation and because Harvey said, stay, you stay, I guess. And this is, we've heard many of our female characters on this show say like, oh, oh, I guess uh, that you, what I think doesn't matter. You only care what Harvey thinks. Yes. Uh, Rachel tells Mike, I didn't even want to give you my opinion. I, I was telling you to make the decision that you wanted to make because, again, you already knew what you wanted to do. And if I tried to get you to do something else, then you would have done what you wanted to do anyway or you would have done what I wanted to do but resented me for it. Uh, and so Mike ends up doing what he wants to do. And she says, well, Mike, what's the point of asking me what my opinion is if you're just going to go do what Harvey wants to do anyway? He's like, you you only respected me uh, because I was doing what you wanted me to do. She's like, yeah, duh, because I want you mm-hmm. to stop committing fraud. He's like, I'm not committing fraud. I'm a real boy. I'm a lawyer. She's like, yeah, no, you're not. Yeah. You're not a lawyer. Grow up. Yeah, he's like, you know, I went to go see a man named James Quelling and he had a chance to have a settlement that was going to change his family's future. But you know what? He did what was best for his clients and he lost everything except for the fact that he was a lawyer and he loved the law so much and I couldn't take that away from him. And I love the law too. And she's like, you're not a lawyer. <laughs> You're breaking the law. Yeah. You're breaking the law every day. When you open your eyes in the morning and you don't actively turn yourself in, you have broken you the law. You may again. love the law. The law does not love you, Mike. Stand up. He, he fought the law and the law won. I'm telling you, this is bad. He goes to um he goes and gets in hacks the system and has himself put in the bar. Uh, system, you know, the bar records or whatever. And Jessica and Rachel were both like, wait, so you committed another felony? And this time, I'm actually on Mike's side. I'm like, well, I mean, what did you expect them to do? Once you commit the one, mm-hmm. it's either go to jail or keep committing felonies. They're mm-hmm. like, Ugh, we're so tired of you breaking the law. Like, what? either y'all turn him in or y'all mm-hmm. fire him so he can stop doing this stuff. Like, he's a monster. The man's out of control. <laughs> All he does is break the law and lie. Yeah, that's it. That's all he does. And <laughs> that's all he does. Yeah, so they they've got Mike, and so like the Mike thing seems like pretty cut and dry. Like uh, this Edward Eric Woodall, he doesn't really have anything except for the fact that okay, Harold is involved, and uh, you know Harold that he's gonna be an easy person to flip, and so they're gonna go back and they're going to you know, uh, get into everything with, with Harold. It turns out that James Quelling went to the, uh, Allison Holt to talk to her about Harold. Allison Holt fired Harold on the spot. Allison Holt didn't care about Harold at all. Harold (laughs) then was uh, very upset about being fired, goes to Mike. And then that's when they both get brought in. 
look at how Allison Holt handles business. Hi, you. You're having us investigated by the U.S. Attorney's Office. Okay, you're fired. Look how Harvey uh, conducts business. Okay, the U.S. Attorney's Office said, how can we commit fraud? Mm -hmm. How can I save you? Mm -hmm. It's like, no, that person did something that you didn't know that you advised against. You can let them get in trouble because they took an oath. Uh, Many of them did. Mike did not. (laughs) He actually didn't take an oath. He might be able to get away with some of this stuff because he didn't promise that he wouldn't. But Harvey, you did. You took an oath. And so he's kind of shocked. Like, Allison, why wouldn't you come to us? She's like, why would I? For everything that I'm seeing through y'all looks so bad, you know, covering up murders, bribery, um, like collusion, you name it. She's like, I don't want to have anything to do with you at all. So, yeah, this is tough. And banking on Harold to roll. Uh, Eric Woodall, he must not, he might not have a lot. But he got good sense because that's the move. Uh, Harold looks like he is going to fold. Mm-hmm. Fold. Yeah. You could just look at Harold and he looks like he's going to fold. And so <laughs> yeah, there is a moment where um, Lewis ends up spotting them before they go into the fight. I thought it was a funny moment when Lewis is like, uh, like, hey, get out of here. Like, uh, and you're not supposed to be around here. And so it was just a great moment. Like later on, Lewis is going to talk about them. Like they were two idiots. They were fighting and something stupid. Like he's just like so dismissive of everything with Harold. But Ultimately, they go to jail and then basically it's like, oh, look, you know, I, I, the guy has like a, the spy screen and the, like, hey, let me put on something on the TV. I notice you're pacing. Well, look at Harold. He's doing yeah. laps around the room. He's ready to flip. He did look like he was ready to flip. Uh, I will give him some credit. We did not see him flip in this episode. I don't know if he ever said anything because it did look like there were moments of weakness. But based off of what we saw, Harold was holding it down. He, he was uh, a little shaky. But mm-hmm. I don't think he said anything damning that, you know, that was presented to us. Um, by the time he looks like he's about to really, you know, really try to throw Mike under the bus, Lewis and Harvey show up and try and kind of save the day. Yeah. So it's really a great moment when they get Lewis involved on all of this, that Lewis is the one that sort of like pieces uh, together what's going on that he saw Mike and Harold downstairs. And so that he realizes, okay, that this must be what's going on. And so, uh, Lewis goes down with Harvey. Uh, there's a very dramatic moment in the jail cell where, or or in the like holding cell that Harvey and Mike are in about how Harvey says, Hey, if they start asking questions, you turn me in, you give me up. Mike's like, I would never do that. You have yeah. to. He's like, no. He's like, you're being a dumbass. And you're being an asshole. And then Harvey picks up a chair, swings it, and just destroys the camera in the room. And then just starts admitting to all the crimes that they've ever committed. It's like, yeah, you did that. Like, you're you're here by fraud and 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 Dan and Tanner and all these other people. He just starts naming all the things. And, and he's like, yeah, that's called so pulling a Stephen Huntley. Yeah, right. It was crazy. First of all, the 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 random breaking of the camera took me out. Like he's <laughs> like, Harvey got so upset that he just grabbed the the nearest yeah. chair and just throws it into the corner. <laughs> You're telling me that after like freaking Eric Woodall is gonna walk in this room and be like, what the hell? <laughs> what? Like, um, all right, well, like I was about to give up on this, but these guys are hiding yeah. something. Obviously, you broke the camera, sir. Mm-hmm. You like something. Yeah. Hey, let's go, something. go go watch. The, every, can we bring bring up the footage? What happened right before he broke the camera? 
Right. What are y'all fighting about if y'all are so innocent? You know, because mm-hmm. um, he's like, I hired you and it was fraud. Clifford Danner. Remember that guy? Remember these witnesses? Remember Eric, uh, Edward Darby? Like, bruh, there's so many things that we've done. But also, let me break the camera real quick. Hopefully no one's listening too close. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, Harvey's like, oh, Harvey also tells the story about how, you know, eventually it's just time for you to tell. Uh, which he made this up. Harvey definitely made this up. Uh, he didn't make up the scenario because it's what happened, but this idea that, oh no, Mike, it's just time to tell on me. You're making this up. Uh, Harvey tells us that uh, when he was 20 years old, he you know, he knew his mom was cheating on his mm-hmm. dad, but he said, like, I'm not going to say anything as long as you don't, uh, as long as I don't see it. I'm going to just pretend like I don't know what you're talking about. And she showed up. He showed up to the house one time and mom was uh, cooking and not like, <laughs> In the kitchen, yeah, or no, maybe in the kitchen. Yeah. He, he saw her. He saw her with some other man, uh, you know. And so he eventually told his dad, and that's how that divorce got uh, the ball rolling on that divorce. Um, and so yeah, Harvey's like, you know, eventually I had to tell him my mom because she deserved it. And Mike's like, yeah, you deserved it, Harvey. You don't deserve anything that I'm like. Why would I? Why would I do this to you? You don't deserve it. I think Mike has a point. There's no point in him telling on Harvey. Like, it just doesn't solve anything. But what is Harvey going through to where he's, like, on this suicide mission all of a sudden? You know, like, why are you allowing someone to throw you under the bus? This is this is dumb. I think this is his only way out of being in a relationship with Dana Scott. I think he uh, says, if I go yeah. to jail, then I'm, I have an out with Scotty. Out. That, you I got know. an out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And maybe a part of him feels really guilty about all the crap that they've done. And it's just like, let me just atone for my sins. You know, like if we get caught down, we can start a new life fresh. We can, you know, we can wash away all these horrible transgressions. But if you keep lying, there's going to be more and more and more to cover up. Um, Ultimately, they do end up having to keep lying because Lewis gets Harold to not talk. Um, and then they end up like coming across Eric Woodall. And, you know, the thing we know about Eric Woodall is that um, he is like a dog with a bone. Mm-hmm. He's going to chase after it and after and after it. And so although Harvey gets away with this by not keeping Mike from talking and keeping Harold from talking, there's a 0% chance we don't see this man again. Like he's coming back next season. He's yeah. probably going to be the big bad of the whole entire season. Yeah, I think that maybe once this guy gets a hold of Travis Tanner and Daniel Hardman and James Quelling. The Legion of Doom. Yes, (laughs) Yes. and Ava Hessington and uh, that uh, Allison Holt. Yes, I mean, the class action against these people (laughs) is going to be amazing. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I can see this. Yeah. Yeah. Certainly is possible, but... Yeah, I mean, some uh, very tense moments between um, Harvey and Mike at the end of the episode, but you know, seemingly it all worked out. Lewis ends up going to save Harold because that they felt like, okay, if if Lewis shows up, Harold's going to know, all right, they mean business. Yeah, Harold respects Lewis a lot. That's why he fears him as well. And so he's like, okay, Lewis walks in, and I'll give Harold some credit. He he stands on he stands on his own sometimes. He, he was like, Lewis, job. go to hell. Yeah. Yeah. And uh Lewis is like, look, I'm here to help you. I don't like you, but obviously, if I'm here to help you and I don't like you, then this is bigger than you. Let me let me get you out of here today. And so he does save him. Now, this asshole Harold, he's in there like like, if I don't give up Mike, I'm going to be in here forever. And then the moment Lewis gets him out, he goes, hi, Mike. Like, like he had never mm-hmm. ran into him before. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. what are you doing? Yeah. I don't know. It was, right. it was very how are you doing, Mike? Like, yeah. How are you doing, Mike? Okay. What do you think? Let me ask you about the Dana Scott of it all. Are her and Harvey broken up at the end of the episode? 
yeah, a hundred percent. You know, um, is everybody single going into season four? Let's ask Donna. She knows everything. Mm-hmm. I'm so, you know what? I'm a big Donna fan, but not in this episode. Okay. I love Donna in this episode. I don't like Donna walking around as if she's Harvey's conscience outside of his body. Um, I feel like that's a grown ass man. And at some point he needs to start answering questions for himself mm-hmm. and processing his feelings himself and telling people how he feels. But it seems like Harvey does some stupid walks out the room. And then like 30 minutes later, Donna walks in and it's like, okay, here's what he really meant. And mm-hmm. so we see that with Scotty. Scotty is like writing Harvey a note, basically saying like, y'all doing some slight, some, some shady stuff. I can't do this. You be keeping secrets from me personally and in business. I think this is a mistake. Donna walks in like, Scotty, he's a good man. She's like, okay, Donna, thank you. She's like, yes. I mean, sure, he's been breaking the law lately and he's not the guy that you thought he was, but people aren't perfect. They're like, mm-hmm. Donna, who signed you up for this? Can you go mind your own damn business? I got, I love Donna. Mm-hmm. But it's just like she does that with every interaction Harvey has. Harvey walks, has a conversation with Jessica. Donna walks in moments later. Jessica, do you know why I never told you about Mike Ross? I was like, because you don't, what? Because your lawyer's a Harvey. She's like, no, because Harvey needed to take care of someone. Jessica's like, oh, it made him a better man. She's like, yes, he's a better man. Jessica, sit with that. And yeah, it's just I would leaves. argue he's worse. I would argue he's worse right. since the Harvey we <laughs> right. met in season one. Yeah. He might be a better person, but like, he's probably a definitively a, like worse lawyer. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, they probably, screw like, up a lot. Yeah, his character is probably a lot better, right? Mm-hmm. Like, he's probably, like, learning from his mistakes and getting more in touch with his emotions and all this other stuff. But his actual actions are not reflecting that change. I don't think so. Yeah. So, yeah. there's a point in the beginning of the episode where that we see that Donna and Harvey are having scotch. And then, mm-hmm. like, the glasses are out. And Dana Scott walks in and she's like, oh, I see we're day drinking uh, now. The, the things must be going well. And Harvey says, like, well, uh, it worked for Don Draper on mm-hmm. Mad Men. And right. so interesting note is that I think that's a Easter egg because Dana Scott, uh, she played a part on Mad Men. I think she was. Did you were you a Mad Men person? Were you a Mad Men? I was a mad man. I really was. I think was. she was the um, kids, the daughter's teacher that he, uh, Don Draper, was sleeping with. Oh, wow. That's crazy. No, mm-hmm. I would have never caught that. Um, mad Men was such a blur. I will say that. It was there a were, blur. Were, yeah. It was a blur. Um, a horrible, horrible ending to a show. Yes. Um, but I, it was a fun ride until you, until you got there. I will say that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I didn't even realize that was her. Makes so much sense now. Yeah. Abigail Spencer. Uh, she played mm-hmm. uh, the uh, teacher for Sally. Sally Draper's teacher that uh, Don mm-hmm. Draper had the affair with. Interesting. But yeah, they make the Mad Men joke twice in this episode between Harvey and Dana Scotch. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, it was cool. Uh, but yeah, he was drinking early. He was drinking at night with Donna. Uh, Scotty, of course, thinks that he was drinking in the morning, but there's two glasses there. So she, he knows he's not drinking alone. So Scotty's kind of looking at him like, what all are you keeping from me? Right. You won't tell me what's going on with Mike. You won't tell me what this uh, thing is going on with Lewis, that you this secret, this big thing you did for him. 
Jessica and you just admitted basically that y'all have broken the law and uh, in this Edward Darby situation. Why am I here? Why, mm-hmm. What am I doing here? Right, I've I've thrown my life into this lot, this Harvey lot, and I I basically uh like I'm dating him. I'm working with him. I have a non compete. I cannot leave if I wanted to. Jessica, like, girl, if you want to go, go. And, mm-hmm. <laughs> and and Scotty's like, I have a non compete. You have to get rid of it. And Jessica, like, just so sharply asks her, then why aren't you talking to Harvey about that? And it's very clear that yeah, Scotty wants out. And so by the end of the episode, Harvey, who is ready to try to, I don't know if he's trying to salvage things or if he just gotten to the point where he just can't keep this up anymore. He goes to her and tells her point blank, Scotty, Mike Ross is a fraud and I hired him anyway. Mm -hmm. And I knew it. And she's like, okay, why are you telling me this now? I'm leaving. And she goes, yeah, I know. But I had to tell you, I'm tired of lying to people that I love. And that's the first time Harvey has ever said that he loved Dana Scott. It might be the first time he actually said he liked her. He said, I care about her. Mm-hmm. I want her in my life. But love, this was the first time the L word ever left his mouth. And she's still leaving. She's about to go. Yeah. Is there any danger that Dana Scott is going to reveal Mike's secret? I don't know. I don't know. Um, I would a part of me wants to say no because she's in love with Harvey and that's been enough to keep her around and mm-hmm. do some dumb, dumb stuff. Uh, but at the same time, her name is on her neck, like she's a senior partner. Her name isn't on the door or anything like that, but she is attached to this company. And so she'd be tanking herself and her career if she doesn't roll on Harvey at some point, yeah. like if it comes out. So I mean she's incentivized to 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 talk about the Mike Ross. Does thing. Harvey it's get his five hundred K back? Uh, he said he'd work it out. So no, okay. probably not. Mm. Probably not. Well, I mean, hey, that was that was a risk he took himself. Yeah, right, right. That was a look. That was a risk he took. Nobody asked him to do that. Dana Scott did not ask him to pay that money. So I don't feel bad for Harvey. Yeah. Okay. Anything else from this episode? Man, I don't know. So of course you got uh, Mike eventually telling Harvey, "I'm taking the job. I'm going to go be an investment banker uh, because." I mean, to what end are we going to do this? Like, how long are we going to keep this up this charade? You know, mm-hmm. how long are we going to tell these lies and hurt people and all this other stuff? Why don't I just go do a whole different job and call it a day? Harvey looks upset at first, but eventually it looks like it's starting to make sense to him that, yeah, you're right. This is probably this is probably for the best, you know? And he says, oh, like, well, I guess I'll never see you again. It's like, stop it. You live in the same city. Stop playing. Um, but then it turns out that um, Sidwell... Uh, Jonathan said, well, he's a client. Uh, and so now Mike is a client. And so they could work together in a client partnership relationship, you know, between him and Pierce Inspector. So even though Mike is leaving the firm, there is no indication that this is the last we'll see of the Harvey Mike duo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not buying it. I don't think it's going to stick. You don't think it's he's only leaving season the firm? three. Yeah. You think you don't think this suits is going to be in two different locations? I don't think so. Uh, Suits over there, suits over here. Mm-hmm. Um, well, no. So look, even if Mike doesn't work there, chances are this uh, U.S. attorney is is coming for him. You know, like he's not going to let up on Mike and Harvey. So even if Mike don't work there, we got a lot more suits to come for sure. Uh, so I guess we'll put a flag on that and just see what happens in season four. Mm-hmm. Who gets the lead yeah. for the season three finale? I don't know. Harold? <laughs> I'm joking. He didn't flip. Uh, he didn't flip. Lewis 
could have saved him from flipping. The the show was going to do a very interesting thing with Lewis for a second. And I, and mm-hmm. I was going to, I had in my notes that I was going to be upset if we did that. Rob Lewis was very in tune to other people's health struggles at the beginning of this episode because yeah. he had just survived his own heart attack. Um, he's he comes about in like, yeah, he comes in like Harvey doesn't know. He's so handsome. He's like the most handsome of us all, like Lewis included. Um, you know, they they have these uh cardiac issues and they need to like take care of themselves. For a second, I thought that was about to be Lewis's personality trait, Rob. I really thought the show was gonna lean into that. Did you pick up on that too? I didn't think that he was gonna be um all the time thinking about that, but I did like the note in this episode that he was like that. Yeah, it, it, for me, I was like, I kind of thought like, okay, like Lewis has enough going on for me to actually care about him now harassing everybody about their health woes. Mm-hmm. Um, but nah, he, he uh, it, it turned off, I guess, when it was time for him to go out to Harold. Did you like Lewis and Harvey on the same team? Yeah, I did. I feel like that we've gotten that at different points in season three. And I felt like that this was one of the episodes where like there's not one of them's not like flipping on each other at the end. So I I really did like this as Lewis, as with Mike in jeopardy, Lewis became Harvey's Mike. Yeah. And uh, now Harvey's Mike is no longer at the firm. Maybe Mm -hmm. we see more of the Lewis and Harvey tag team moving forward. Okay. Maybe. Um, I think that's a decent argument for Lewis to get the Liddy. Do you have any uh, objections yeah, to that? Yeah, I'm fine. I mean, what are you going to give it to Mike for? What are you going to give it to Harvey for? I mean, they did survive, yeah. um, but they were under, you know, intense scrutiny here, but they survived. But it was it was messy. It was messy. I, I won't... Yeah, I don't think they should get credit for this. Mike getting a Liddy for quitting a job that he should have quit already is like, eh, feels like a... No, he doesn't mm-hmm. deserve that. Uh, Jessica didn't really do nothing, just waited and had faith. Um... Rachel was right, but like Scotty had the sense to leave and Rachel did not. So um, even then, I, it's got to be Liddy, Liddy for Lit, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah, let's take okay. it. All right. Um, let's uh, see if we can, uh, you know, we'll we'll look at the total season Liddy rankings again soon and see how everybody is doing. All right, Chappelle, we talked about the Madman reference. Let's get to some feedback, suitspodcast.com slash feedback. This is one uh, that we got recently uh, from one of our listeners, H, uh, who said that we had been asking about the timeline, how much time has passed. And Mm. H says, I have some bad news that the Suits timeline is a bit of a mess. Aaron Korsh, our friend, uh, the creator and showrunner, said they basically stopped caring about it after a while. But for him, the nine seasons take place in about three years, which makes a bit more sense if it's around four or five years total. And right now we are like at a year or a year and a half right now into season three. Gotcha. Okay. That makes sense. Uh, yeah. Being that this is the end of this, the season three, I feel like we got like feedback from episodes we've already passed, you know? And so I wanted to kind of go back and look at some of those. Uh, but some of them, I mean, the feedback ends up in the Facebook group. So if you go to superpodcast.com slash Facebook, you can see a video of uh, Katrina. So Amanda Scholl. Uh, she's dancing. She actually danced for the San Francisco Ballet and was the star of this very well-known dance movie. This is uh, information from our very own um, Patty. Uh, and so uh, there's a video in there and the YouTube videos on the page, but it's a in reference to, I believe, season uh, three, episode nine, where uh, they talk about... Um, Katrina's talking about the the Bolshoi ballerinas and they dance in the tango. And it's kind of just like a small Easter egg. And Patty's into the Easter eggs. And so I like that she flags them up when she sees them. Um, 
But yeah, there's a ton of stuff that we probably have missed uh, because we've been breezing through the season. Uh, but I'm in, I'm enjoying all of the feedback. I'm enjoying all of like the content we're getting, the 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 separate content, the videos. Um, I think recently I saw a Instagram post from um, the actor who plays Mike Ross. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was apologizing, Rob, because he's been going down a trip down memory lane and posting old suits content. And um, you know, not I for think anything they, like. And, and not that I'm not sympathetic to, you know, the the actors union. The uh, cause. Yeah, the cause. Like, uh, like Chappelle, look, look, if I get canceled for this, then you could you could flip it uh, and, and testify against me. But so what? Big deal. He tweeted out a picture. The show's not even on the air. It's not like, hey, go see my new movie that's opening up this weekend. It's the biggest show on Netflix, Rob. You got to stand with us. No, no, I won't stand for this. Come on. No, it's not okay. You can't tweet a picture like, hey, remember when I was on Suits? No, no. You wait, damn it. We have have things to do here. We are trying to keep this, uh, you know, this strike going until we get the results that we need. Netflix is out here just making hands over fists. Mike Ross, put the photos away. You have plenty of time to celebrate your time on Suits. Mm -hmm. We will celebrate it here for you on Suits Yourself, Hyphen, a Suits rewatch podcast. I don't know. That... (laughs) <laughs> I, uh, you know, I don't think it was that big. It, like, it really wasn't even like, oh my God, go watch Suits. Like, uh, yeah. Just, like, here's some old pictures. Come on. Listen, season four is upon us. And I think we might have just screwed up our chance to get him on for season four because he might be a little shell shocked now. You know, he touched the hot stove. I said, I, I didn't think what he did was bad. I don't think he needed to apologize. No, I, listen. Listen, they they have already yelled at him and reprimanded him. I think we might be tough to get Mike Ross for a season four. And I was really hoping that we could. And so I think that for the next couple of weeks, I'm going to try to focus our attention on trying to lock down some of these uh, cast members mm-hmm. slash, you know, uh, maybe creators of the show, something like that. You know, I think we can get someone, mm-hmm. but we have to be discreet uh, because if we're too overt, then we'll have to apologize to the to the union. Yeah. Okay. Look, that uh, look the union, the union, uh, that they're, they're taking care of their business. I don't think that you know, the the pictures of Meghan Markle are like uh, hurting the cause. Yeah, I don't think so either. I think I think they'll be okay. I think Mike I think Mike okay. just kind of got it. Mike Mike probably just got yelled at by the fans. The fans mm-hmm. are very sensitive about this thing. So yeah. okay. you know. justice for Patrick J. Adams. Yeah, justice for Mike Ross. Yeah, he he had to tweet the the last couple of days. I foolishly and thoughtlessly let a trip down suits memory lane distract me from the very real and ongoing fight everyone in SAC after continues to wage on uh, in its effort to win our membership. Uh, realistic 21st uh, century compensations and protections. It was an embarrassing oversight for which I'm incredibly sorry. So grateful to those uh, who gently and swiftly course corrected me here. And I look forward to continuing the fight in the days and weeks ahead. I mean, Chappelle, is there anything that's more suits than Mike Ross messing up and then having to apologize? I mean, that's basically like uh, he wrote a suits episode while the writers were on strike. This is better promo for the show than anything else he could have done. It's, mm-hmm. You know, like now people are like, oh, is this what the show is like? Yeah, let me tune in. Um, we also got some feedback about the finale. Uh, Leslie, Leslie said, um, 
they were never a fan of Lewis until this episode. This was such a huge comeback for him after a rough few episodes. And that shot of him telling Harvey and Mike it was handled was badass. He definitely de- deserves the Liddy for this episode. And now they see why Rob is such a fan. Yeah. So look at that. I could see it. Oh, I yeah. could see that. Liddy Lewis. for Lewis. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Then we got one from Lindsay who says, uh, do you think that Mike will go back to Pearson Specter in season four? If yes, how much time uh, passes before he does return? Uh, Here's my prediction for season four. Okay. Go for it. We start. Mike is at the other thing. And then he's like, it's boring. I hate Jonathan Sidwell is mean to me. I miss Harvey. Yeah, I miss Harvey. And then like him and Harvey like have dinner or something. It's like, well, you know, there's this one thing you could help me out on. And then Uh eventually I'd say by like episode two, episode three is like, I want back in. Two or three. I'll say you want me to answer. I'll, I'll say. Yeah. Uh, it's the end of the second episode, and then by third episode, he's back. I agree. I don't know this to be sure, but I know that Suits does a really good job of being like, hey, remember this thing that we made very important? Let's wrap that up so we can get to the next thing, and then we'll come back to that later on. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, give it two, two episodes. Yeah. And then, and then probably at that point, I would, I'd say they're probably back in, they're back in the saddle. Well, Chappelle, speaking of us being in the saddle, this was Mm -hmm. uh, overall, uh, I believe this was episode uh, 44, the 44th episode of Suits. We have now completed three seasons of Suits. And so Mm. we're roughly uh, nine seasons of Suits, a third of the way there. I'm not sure if season nine is like a a full episode order, uh, but Mm -hmm. look at us. Look at us. We're doing it. You know, this sounded like such a crazy undertaking when we talked about it. Um, And it is. Make no mistake, it is. But, I mean, we've done it all. We've recorded in Toronto, York. We've done it all. So, I mean, what else could, What else is there for us to do? I mean, and we're three seasons in. We got uh, six seasons left or, you know, whatever. I think that this is, uh, this is a lot more fun than it could have been. I think this could have been a disaster. It could have been very hard to find times to schedule our recordings and stuff like that, but we're making it happen. And uh, again, appreciate all the people who are listening, telling their friends, uh, the people who reached out to me on Instagram and was like, hey, I found this podcast and, uh, and I, you said to follow you on Instagram, so I did. Thank you. We love this. Uh, mm-hmm. Tell more people. Get more people in on the following um, buy your, you know, your lip merch, show it to us, send us pictures, all that good stuff. I love the participation. Yeah, we love it. Thank you for being here. Anything else you want to say, Chappelle? No, I'm prepared for season four. I mean, it's not like we have a long layover, so I guess I'll talk to you tomorrow. Yeah, we'll talk to you tomorrow <laughs> as we kick off season yeah. four of Suits. Until then, thank you for listening. If you want to leave us a review here at the end of season three, go to Suits Podcast. Very easy to leave us all of your reviews there. Thank you for listening. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.